is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. You know when you're looking for something, but you just can't find it? No matter how many times you Google? Yeah, so do we. And our series Lost and Found can help with that problem. We send our producer out to search for things that Chicagoans want, but they can't find on their own. Now this time, our journey started with a call about pumpernickel bread. And it's going to end with lunch. Joining us is Reset Digital Engagement producer Claire Hyman. Hey, Claire. Hey, Sasha. Also with us in studio is the WBEZ listener who got this whole conversation started. Violetta Segovia is a Chicagoan from Sheridan Park. Welcome to Reset. Thank you. It's great to be here. So we have been doing Lost and Found for a, a little while now, but run it back, Claire. Remind us what the series is all about. Yeah, so the heart of Lost and Found is about helping listeners find things in Chicago that make this place feel more like home. And that can mean anything. It could be a class, a recipe. We've done a missing painting before, the origin behind a tradition. And in this case, it's a bread. So, a bread. <laughs> and, you know, Lost and Found starts and ends with a listener. This is, you know, the first time we've gotten to have a Lost and Found listener on the show, which is awesome. Um, so and exciting. we're always looking for more questions for the series. Yeah, this is a series first. We've got you right here in studio with us, Violetta. I'm curious, what prompted you to call in, besides me repeating that triple eight number a thousand times on the show? I, it was kind of impulse, really. I heard the pitch for Reset and I, or for the Lost and Found, and I really just thought of the bread because I remembered trying to find it for a while after um, after Dinkles had closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell us more about that because I, I hear that you were a, a Dinkles fan. Yes, I loved them. They were one of my favorite places. Um, I got my bread from pretty much exclusively there after a certain point. Um, and I was very sad when they closed. Mm. Um, not only uh, just because of the pumpernickel bread, they're great in general, but they were also the only place I knew that made pumpernickel. Uh, so you're looking for a traditional loaf, I hear. Yeah. So for those who don't quite get it just yet, tell us what sets that apart from the rest. A lot of loaves, uh, especially like the ones you'll find in grocery stores, they, um, they're made with like a mixture of different flours. They, they're not cooked slowly for the long period of time. That gives it its dark brownness. It's, they usually, they add in things like, cocoa or molasses to change the color. Mm -hmm. And so the consistency and the flavor just isn't the same. Mm. You know, it took me a while to get into pumpernickel bread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a late pumpernickel bloomer. I was thinking (laughs) before I went on this quest, I couldn't remember the last time I had it. But of course, I was trying it while I was searching and... Tough Violetta, assignment, Claire. I get it. What a it's, tough it, assignment. It's different. <laughs> we were all really excited when you sent in this request. I think, yeah, our executive producer sent it to me and was like, we have to do this for fall. Yeah, you yeah. you jumped into action pretty much once we heard Violetta's voicemail. So I'm curious, Claire, where do you start this kind of search? So I always start by asking real people because I think that's what sets Lost and Found apart. We're, you know, very like recommendation based. Um, and I love our coworkers. They always have the tips. And, you know, um, so I started calling some of the bakeries that they recommended. And 
Violetta, you're not crazy. Um, it's actually extremely hard to find the traditional <laughs> variety of pumpernickel. Um, so you feel validated now? I very much. So. It, it, it was really hard. I would call, and they would be like, "We have it, but we put raisins or seeds or molasses." And I was like, "Nope, nope, nope." Um, and so I learned a lot about pumpernickel in the process. Um, and the place that I ended up at uh, was Kaufman's in Skokie, which was recommended by my colleague Lauren Fitz. Shout out to you. And I think that they had what we're looking for. Kaufman's in Skokie. Well, yeah. you you actually brought us some toasted pumpernickel. It's right next to me. I can smell it. It looks delicious. You've got delicious uh, chive cream cheese. Yes. You're the best because it's lunchtime. I I'm appreciate you looking out. Of you, <laughs> so we got to try some. And Violetta, of course, I want to know what you think in just a moment. But Claire, before we, we, we take a, a shot at this here, tell us, uh, you know, about this loaf that you brought. Yeah, definitely. This is the one from Kaufman's? So this is from Kaufman's. Um, they sliced it for us. They pre-sliced it. Um, and so what, you know, as Violetta was kind of saying, what makes traditional pumpernickel stand apart is the dough will sit overnight. Um, so And they won't use like fast rising yeast or anything. You're, it's going to be made with um, rye chops or chopped rye. And it's not going to have nuts or raisins that doesn't make it traditional so um mm-hmm. the baker at Kaufman's I was like what do what are people eating this with and she said it's good with any sandwich um particularly corned beef pastrami's great roast mm. beef I didn't bring that for you guys but we can find some later yeah well okay I'm, I'm gonna try my give my it a whirl cheese. go ahead take yeah, it take a try the take a take a shot at this mm. it's good okay. right I had some this yesterday, some good and I was like, I was like, it. It's just different. It's dense. Mm. It's flavorful. It's so filling. So filling. Yeah. This tastes really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Moment of truth, Violetta, because this is all about you. It is really good, actually. It, it tastes like what I was used to. Yeah. It's, and I was worried for a moment because I was thinking, you know, it's been a while. Am I actually going to remember? But. No, the t- the flavor just kicked right in the brain. Yeah, no, this is really good and, yeah. and flavor. I'm I'm like still trying to <laughs> sneak other pieces of it in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, in this journey, Claire, you reached out to an expert to get a little bit more insight, and you talked with Greg Wade, who's a James Beard Award-winning baker, and he's also the managing partner at Publican Quality Bread. Let's listen to a little bit of what Greg had to say type of bread you slice real thin and then you smear with stuff and you put smoked fish on or pickled something or other roast beef and whatever would be good it's a really really dense chewy bread that's really really pretty wonderful would you say is is it like a popular item or is it kind of a specialty thing you know that that old like grateful dead joke that jerry has he's like it's like the Grateful Dead's like licorice, you know. Not not everyone likes licorice, but the people that like licorice really like licorice. So, what do you think, Claire? Is it kind of a specialty thing? I would say so. <laughs> but what I said to Greg is that I love licorice, and I also love pumpernickel bread. Now. See, I don't like licorice, but yeah. I love pumpernickel bread. Yeah, I'm with you, yeah. Sasha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like no to no to licorice, yes to pumpernickel. Yeah. Uh, what else did Greg teach you? Okay, so Greg basically, um, he also loves pumpernickel, so he made that very clear. He said it pairs really well with like funky cheese and jam, maybe some creme fraiche. 
Um, mm. And he also said that the traditional varieties, you know, as we were saying, they can be baked for up to 24 hours at a super low temperature, which is how you get that beautiful brown color. Um, and so that's what kind of sets it apart. Um, the bread actually steams and caramelizes while it's baking. And I do want to shout out Publican um, because they make their own version that's dense and fudgy, but it is, it's naturally leavened and it's, you, they use a hundred percent whole grain, but they'll have like seeds in it. So it's not, okay. you know, right down the line yeah. through traditional it's still good. tabernacle. It's still, still really, really good. good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back to, to seeing your, your eyes closed, Violetta, once you, you took a, a sample of, of that bread. I'm wondering what memories came back for you. I didn't even notice my eyes closed. Um, it's it's not like I have a long and storied past with this bread or a lot of memories tangled up in it, which is, I guess, kind of the odd thing for something that I thought about so much. Um, but I honestly, it just had me thinking about Dinkles. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's a that's, I remember a, that's when a nice memory. They closed. Yeah, we we opened up the phones when when People Dinkles closed, and we Dinkles. had folks you know call in live and share their best memories. And I mean the phones were ringing off the. Hook. It was emotional. So many stories. Yeah. So many stories. Uh, so it sounds like pumpernickel is good for sandwiches and and uh, just with a, a spread. What are you pairing your pumpernickel with, Violetta? Uh, pretty much everything. It was my bread. It was, for everything, basically, so sandwiches, jams, uh, jams cream uh, cheese, all the spreads. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We're doing <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, I understand that you you went on a different but very abbreviated lost and found journey as well, yes. Claire. Uh, since we've got some time, I, I would love for you to tell us about another listener query that you helped answer. Sure. So um, we got a listener email about someone who's trying to find out how to safely get rid of prescription bottles in Oak Park. So this is a quick little PSA for people. This is super important because... Um, Getting rid it, of prescription bottles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's um, that's a great question. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's important because the like residue... From the prescription bottles can get in our water supply and so it's really important to um, dispose of them properly so this listener was asking about oak park um, and for that location particularly there's a drop-off at the police department but you can go to the metropolitan water reclamation district of greater chicago head to their website they have a drop-off for every neighborhood every spot in cook county so mm-hmm. it's super important to do that safely to just like keep our waterways yeah, you know. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and that that also is a testament to the fact that we're getting a lot of different requests. Yes, from Lost they're all over the map, and they that's range. the best part. Yeah, it's it's we get everything. Yeah, I mean, what was your reaction, Violetta, when Claire reached out saying, "Hey, not only do we, you know, did we get your voicemail, but we want to go on this journey." I was surprised. I it had been at least a few weeks, and so I just wasn't thinking about it anymore. Um, so. Getting the call, I, well, surprise, read a lot of interest, wondering what she was able to find, and then just being nervous when she asked me to come on. <laughs> of course. But we're so glad we're you came. We're so glad you came, yeah. So glad so you fun. came. Do you know what you're working on next, Claire? Yes. So up next, we're going to be finding some martial arts classes on the South Side, and I've already found a couple places, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited to talk about that next. I am excited about that one. So we'll uh, go ahead and let you... Simmer for now. I'm going to eat some more bread. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say goodbye. That's Reset's digital engagement producer, Claire Hyman, and also WBEZ listener and Sheridan Park resident, Violetta Segovia. Thank you both so much. Thanks, it's Sasha. It's a pleasure being here.